Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Hey, uh, Jess, been lucky enough to have Matty Johns join us here on ECN for breakfast with Izzy and Kempe. Uh, mate, thanks thanks for joining us, Matty. How you doing? Oh, Kempe, I'm all good, mate. Not a problem any time. Hey, that's awesome, mate. Can we just uh, have a little chat to you about the finals, mate? Thanks for, thanks for um, giving up some of your time. What have you, what have you made of the finals so far, Matty? What have you picked up? Oh, mate, look, it's been, been a fantastic final series. The, the one that really split opinion was the Roosters versus the Bunnies, that first week of the finals. They played round 25 and then they press, uh, you know, press repeat and played the week after. I, I thought, okay, like, you know, I, I don't like, you know, cheap shots and that, you know, mm-hmm. there, were, there were plenty of those, I get that. But the atmosphere and the intensity of the game was just fantastic. Um, the new Allianz Stadium, Kempi, is just something special. It is mm. absolutely brilliant. And I think it could be a, a bit of a turning point as far as crowds uh, here in Australia. Because, you know, one of the things that – one of the beauties of rugby league and and I suppose one of the things that holds it back as far as live crowds, it's such a, t- a great TV product. Um, but Allianz Stadium is a whole new experience again. And so to see a full house there two weeks in a row, and that particularly that second final was was incredible. And of course, you know the bunnies now have gone on a run. Um, it makes it makes this week's game just huge up against the, the Panthers. Two sides that are coming from totally different angles. The Panthers are so well rested, um, and there's a you know like Kempe, you remember in the old days of the top five system, there was always that debate about the minor premiers, and whether they would go into the grand final under done because you play the first week, uh, you get the first week of the finals off, they used to. Then they play the third week. If they win that, you have the, the next week off again. So you basically play two games in a month, and it left them a little bit vulnerable. But the Panthers rest all their stars in round 25. Um then they played the week after they built it, uh, Parramatta. Now they've been given a week off again, and they're coming up against uh, South Sydney, who are real battle hardened. And you should see them at training. They're just 
Like they're floating. They're just, mm. you know, they're, they're just so confident. They, they're going to play with that nothing to lose mentality, which makes them hard to beat. And so, it, it, over the course of the weekend, like the, you know, the Parramatta North Queensland game will be huge. But the one I'm really looking forward to is South and Penrith. And on top of that, too, Kempi, uh, Nathan Cleary's played one game in seven weeks. Mm. Now, that can. It didn't, it didn't concern him at all in the first game against Parramatta, but you know you just you just don't know. Um, so I, I give I give South a real chance. Mate, you 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 look at that game against uh, Parramatta Penrith in that in that first semi, and they let uh, Nathan Cleary play in a dinner suit. There was no kick pressure on yep. him. They didn't put him to ground. He'd had four weeks off. They weren't. Uh, using up the energy, getting him to use his energy. Do you see Souths um, playing a little bit of a different plan and targeting Nathan Cleary this weekend? Well, they, they've just got it, Campy. As you just said, like you just you've got to put him in the phone box. Queensland were able to do that in, in the first Origin and the third Origin. The second game, they they kept their hands off him and he carved them up. Now Parramatta just um, fell asleep on him and he just you know taught probably the best individual display of the season. Um, and so you got you got no other choice. And for South to do that, can be like you, you know the game better than anyone. Like you, you've got to be able to slow the play the ball. And so the bottom line is, South have got to be willing to give some penalties away or six against away early in the contest to be able to consistently get to to Nathan, to hassle his kicks, to put him on the ground legally when he kicks, because the big clash is Nathan against Latrell Mitchell, and if and. If, if they give him time, but they, they, Latrell will get zero time. He'll, he'll kick high, he'll kick to the corners, and they'll burn Latrell out early mm. by making him just rain the cul-de-sacs. But if they can hassle him, harass him, um, and make, you know, when Latrell Mitchell starts to get catch some of those balls on the floor, get some decent field position, can wind up, and then South Sydney start to kick start their sets of six. And so they're like that. That's the bottom line. Can be they, they've just got to, you know, for use of a better term, they've got to cheat in the rucks a little bit to win this game. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Latrell Mitchell, but you've summed it up really well. That's right. If he doesn't get the the pressure put on him, Nathan Latrell's up for a, a, a torrid oh. night. A torrid night. Hey, the other matchup oh, in Campy, I, I don't know whether you've made like I don't know if you, if you've met Latrell Campy, but I mean he is a monster. Like because he's so he's so thick set, uh, well built. It sort of it, it hides his how 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 tall he is. Like he's he's six four, and you know he's about eight hundred and eighteen kilos. And uh, he Be- did a perfect. trip to <laughs> oh mate, absolutely very, very similar to me. It's like looking into a mirror. <laughs> and uh, but he, what was really crucial for Latrell, he, he had that hamstring and groin injury. Went away to the States halfway through the year, went to a guy who is a, um, a, mo- a body movement expert, and a lot of the NFL players go to him when he's injured. There's a good doco called Latrell Mitchell Pushing the Limits on YouTube. It's incredible to watch it because the guy doesn't just train Latrell's body and teach him how to move. He, you can see he's coaching his mind. Mm. And Latrell... There's a moment in the doco where Latrell turns to the South Sydney trainer who went over there with him and says, I've just realised that how to use my power and speed and sometimes I don't need to push that hard. I just need to relax a little bit. And that's been one of the features of his game when he's got back. He's just got time to play 
And so I've never seen Latrell play better, and it's a. Uh, and it's very much to do with that little trip mid-season. It was money well spent by South. Yeah, look, they they wanted it last year. Latrell Mitchell out of the grand final. They get it this week, a, a prelude to the GF next week. And uh, mate, I do actually do get to spend a bit of time on Latrell. I spoke I spoke to them, gave them a bit of a motivational speech when they were in the Sydney house. The young kids, Joey Manu, Latrell Mitchell, um, and, his, oh, wow. and his brother as well. So um, it's good to see those kids kick on. The other matchup, Maddie, the Cowboys Parramatta yep. pair have to travel up. It's going to be hot. They got flogged by 30 points this year. Yep. How do you see that one playing out? Well, it was, it was funny, Ken, because they were beaten 35-4 in Darwin in, in conditions that will be almost identical. Um, it, was, it was interesting, Ken, because the Cowboys, if you look at the history of the Cowboys, as you know, mate, they, they came in 95 with, with the Warriors, and, and it just it took them – it took them a long while to find the success that they should have had early because it's such a great junior nursery. And one of the things they they weren't able to do is to realise the advantage they have with the conditions up there. And so in the early years, when you go up there and look at their training facilities, it was made beautiful. It was air-conditioned gym. Uh, they avoided the heat of the day. Or they sort of, yeah, as I said, avoided that heat and humility. I thought it would wear them out a little bit. The big turning point was when the torture merchant, Billy Johnston, the great trainer, yeah. he went there. First thing he did, went in, turned the air condition off. Mate, uh, would train in the middle of the day, just flogged them, and made them realize that you've got to use the conditions to your advantage. And Todd Payton's done exactly the same thing this preseason. You know, like he said, the training, I just made the training unpredictable. When they turned up, they didn't know what they are going to do. Sometimes in the middle of the heat, we go to Castle Hill and just keep running. Mm. And so they're the fittest team in the league. They don't fear fatigue. Um, and I just love the way they play. Like Jeremiah Nenai, I think, is one of the biggest talents that I have seen. He reminds me a lot of, of Sonny Bill. Mm. I actually think he's a bigger talent than Sonny. I think he will develop into. He's just a phenomenal player. They're a young team. They're really confident. The Eels got into trouble last time they went up and played in the hit and really because I was trying to finesse the ball around the park rather than play a power game. But can be with a full house up there and the conditions. I do like North Queensland, and I, I do think they deserve a grand final spot. They've, they've been the story of the season. Yeah, Todd Payton's been outstanding the way that he's prepared his team this year. You're dead right about none. I, I haven't seen a kid with that um, much leg speed hanging on the edges for quite a while. So looking for him um, and his play this week. It'd be good to see him in a grand final. Matty, just a couple of questions before I let you go. Mate, what about your kangaroos and uh, how players are declaring for other countries at the moment? What's the future look oh, like yeah. for that side? Oh, look, it's so, I think it's just so good. I, I love the fact that Swaliki has has chose to go to, to Samoa. As you know, Campy, we sort of had a look at Samoa, you know, and yeah. put our hand up as they needed a hand and things like that. Uh, it, it, it didn't happen. That's that's the way it goes. But I'm just so happy that he has declared himself to Samoa. Um, it, it's it's brilliant. Like Australia, Australia's got such a great nursery. We don't need to be pinching kids, you know, who are who are Tongan and Samoan. But uh, we shouldn't be out there trying to convince them to play for Australia. I mean, what do we want to do? Is it going to be Australia versus Australia all over again? Um, and so I, I think it's I think it's fantastic. Uh, the Taumalolo, what he did for Tonga was a turning point for the national game. Can be I like the Kiwis, and I've said this on the show. I, I think the Kiwis will win the World Cup. 
It's a great side that Madge has got. Um, and the thing about them is that everyone in that team plays a similar style. They're, they're, everyone in the side are, are built for a, a running, centralised attack. So you've got Joey Marnell, of course, who's incredible season. You've got Brandon Smith. Uh, you, you've, got, uh, you've got Jerome Hughes. You've got Dylan Brown. And it just goes on and on and on. So I, I really like the Kiwis. I think they're five to one at the moment. So very, very good value. And yeah, I, I think that I think they'll win it because if you look at Australia, there's like there's a lot of talent. They all like to play different football, and so that's hard to pull together for now. Yeah, it is. And mate, it's so good to, to finally uh, hear some Australians saying that the Kiwis are a definite chance of winning the World Cup. Um, as you know, for years, and, and we played against each other in '95. Um, it was oh, yeah. really hard to take the, take that cup off the kangaroo team, but well, but, you know, particularly Brandon Smith. Like, I'm just sorry for Brandon. When Brandy, Brandon comes, you know, he, he comes up this way around Sydney. Like he comes and stays with us, you know, and he, he's yeah. become like part of the family. And so, mate, I'd lo- I'd I'd love to see him win the World Cup. It'd be great. Yeah, I'd love to see him in a Warriors jersey. Hey, mate. So you, <laughs> yeah, you've got uh, who you got for the next for for next week in the grand final, and and we've like, we've got quite a few guys that like a punt on here. Where would we go to if we're looking for value this week? Well, Kempi, I would look the Sydney grand final. They're all talking about it would be the big Western Sydney derby, which is Parramatta Penrith. It'd be huge here, but like I said before, North Queensland deserve to be there. And so I, I think it'll be North Queensland and Penrith. I think Pen, I think Penrith will win, but I think I think South will give a lot of cheek. Um, both games, for all attack and talents in both sides, I'd be looking to be a, a lower scoring game. Uh, we saw last year's grand final; it was twelve ten, something like that, fourteen twelve, something like that. Uh, Panthers and South. I don't think there'll be a lot of points scored, so I'd sort of go unders. Uh, for whatever the line is there. And, and for North Queensland, I, I I think similar, even though two very good attacking sides, I don't know. I, I just, I don't think there'll be lots of, the desperation in defence will dictate, but I'd go Jeremiah and I for a try. Um, he's made probably the most instinctive player I've seen as far as kicks and things like that. You know, this time of the year can be, you know, kicking wins. Yeah, I'm sure he's a Kiwi. Um, hey, Matty, thanks for joining us, mate, on uh, Izzy and Kimby for breakfast. I really appreciate you taking time out of your, your busy day. And uh, go well, my brother, and we'll talk soon. Good on you, Kimby. Good to talk to you, mate. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.